morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to our podcast series. My name is Jean-Marie Ayers. I'm Amy Sullivan-Ryan. I'm Dr. Carrie Skirtla. And I'm Catalina Bonds. Where we talk about everything and absolutely nothing. No kidding. Well, thank you for joining us, listeners. We just really appreciate everything and absolutely nothing conversation. This is a raw conversation. It's raw because we are prepared and yet unprepared. We're prepared because we are on this and in this conversation for the question for today. And we're having listeners, they're sending us questions. We're looking at the questions and we're just diving in. We have 30 minutes for this conversation. Do you want to know what the question is? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. It's a question that may be an an interpretive question. The question is for today, what are you responsible for? And it's interpretive because we're not really sure what even the word responsible means. Like when we look at the word responsible for myself, it generally comes across like I'm burdened by something. Oh, I have to, or, you know, that kind of like, I meant to do this. I've got to do this. So we're going to be diving in deep. And then we'll have our producer here let us know when we got to tie up this conversation in a sweet little bow or maybe not. What do you hear? Dr. Carey, how are you this morning? I'm doing great, Jean-Marie. Thank you. You know, when I hear responsible, the moment you ask the question, Jean-Marie, I I just felt burdened. I got tired. I exhaled. (laughs) I did. I go, hmm, (sighs) like that, right? It's just a deep sigh because it just goes into so many different areas, right? And I don't relate to responsibility as a burden, but I do relate to it as something that I'm taking ownership of. Um, Give you an example. That'd be easier. My husband and I were walking and as we're walking, someone had left one of those like big gulp soda cups sitting near the bench at the bus stop, but yet the garbage can, the trash can was literally two feet away. I'm like, that's two feet. I measured it. Right. So I picked it up and I put it in the trash and, you know, coming out of the pandemic, they're like masks randomly everywhere on the ground. Right. And so I've been responsible about picking those up and throwing them away. And I keep disinfected wipes and things like that. But I'm already time, upset. Okay. I'm yeah. already upset. It, it's like, I don't want to be responsible for that. I, I mean, exactly. the moment you had that image of the end of the bench, I could, I, I just want to pick it up and go, who did this? People, right. who did this? Who's, Who's responsible for this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was a moment where I thought it's ridiculous. I'm going to just walk by it. But yet I could not. I stopped and, and my husband was with me. He understood picked it up and threw it away. But now I don't want to touch myself. You know, it's like, don't scratch your face. You don't know where that's been kind of thing. So I'm annoyed on the remainder of my walk. (laughs) Right. And so I guess that's where I'm at when I let out that deep sigh, like what's going on in the world that other people have to be responsible for somebody's cup. Yes. Yeah. I had to pick up two dog poops today that weren't 
Exactly. Dog poops. Yes. You had to pick up like, as in not your dogs, not my dogs. See random poop like that. Not that I had to, right. But right. But you're irresponsible. In that moment, I chose to be responsible for that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But what are we really responsible when we're picking up a cup that's left on the bench or the dog poop? Like, why would we think we had to be responsible for that? Like, it's, something's bigger than putting a cup in a garbage can. Or for, yeah. uh, you know, for the people in England, a bin, the bin. Yes. It, Go ahead, it's Amy. funny because Jean-Marie said, why do we think we have to be responsible? And what's interesting is, is, we don't have to be responsible. We actually choose to be responsible. And from this, it's interesting because I'm going to kind of switch it here is my brother had kids and he didn't raise them. Two of them became wards of the state. I mean, you can actually have kids and not be responsible for them. And somebody else can be responsible for raising them. So when you say, what are you responsible for? But the Jean-Marie, you know, you said have to. It's I think all four of us here realize we actually don't have to be responsible. Carrie chooses to be responsible. Catalina chooses to be responsible for her community and her environment, keeping it clean, making it nice, being pretty, whatever it is. So that's just what I heard there and all of that. In that moment, though, in that moment. I can do that. I can. I have a pet peeve that I pick up people's cigarette butts. I'm not a smoker, and that right. to me is just a pet peeve. But there's that little fine line where I can absolutely choose to pick up, and I'm going to pick that up and put it in the trash. But then I'm left with there's a little gnawing piece of I'm irritated. Do you actually feel like you have to? Like, Life can't go on if you don't pick up that cigarette. Yeah, I, I, yes, I do. Yeah, there is, I feel that way too. The, yeah, it's like otherwise I kind of get that experience of Tourette and and like I, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and obviously, either I was smacked into responsibility as a kid, or whatever it is, I I can't walk past a white tissue if I'm walking in the forest or in the woods. I cannot walk past that white tissue. Yes. Yeah. It's out of place. It's out of place. That's what I was going to say. Oh my God. So you actually pick it up? I do. I do. I pick it up and I have to find a couple of leaves so I don't touch it because who knows where it's been. Exactly. People pee in the woods, you know. That's what I'm thinking. Like the whole white (laughs) tissue. I'm thinking I know why that white tissue is there. I'm not touching it. Right. But in that moment, what are we really responsible for? So so that's like the surface level of, okay, I'm going to pick that up. But what am I really responsible for? Because I'm not sure yet if I'm really responsible for planet Earth. And I get that. (laughs) I think what Amy touched on about the community, I want to create my environment in a certain way. And so I'm going to be behaving in that certain way. Like in the community I lived in before, I took a trash bag and sometimes two, because sometimes there was a lot on my walk. And I would just pick up all that trash because I walk it every morning and I want it to be beautiful. Did you ever, well, I certainly did as a student, when I lived in a block of flats or a block of condos, and then they would have the skip outside. And then every every week, the garbage collectors would pick up. But invariably, at least once a month, there was some mattress. I don't know where it came <laughs> from. 
<laughs> yes. And then the next thing, there'll be a mattress. And then every, someone goes, oh, this is a good idea. I'm now going to leave all my children's toys because yep. 20 years ago. Yep. And it's not like I'm, I'm definitely just listeners. I am not OCD. But there was that moment. I would ask, who's responsible for this? Right. Is the janitor, the caretaker, the manager, yeah. the property manager? Now, I'm not going to spend time, and I never did put that map, but you got the image right. Toilet. Right. <laughs> oh, Where did they come from? But now i got to be responsible for my experience of life. Yeah, because your experience of life. Now, changing the, the direction a little bit, I used to look to other people to make me happy, to be happy. And I thought about, okay, so if someone's responsible, then don't I have to hold them accountable? But if I can't hold them accountable, then they're not responsible for making me happy. If I had asked myself that question a long time ago, I would have been much happier sooner rather than being disappointed all the time because people were not making me happy. I thought I made you happy. Oh, that was way before (laughs) you, honey. I I thought my job was to make everybody happy right on yeah side. same oh, here God, i'm gonna fire myself but i used to think it without knowing for the longest time and i've been with my husband nearly 20 years without knowing i thought it was my job to make my husband happy yeah I, oh no, for sure and one day i saw it when he i was in the middle of something some task and he barged in to ask me where a screwdriver was and I got really nervous and you know, irritated and all of it. And then yeah. in question was, why am I upset? And that was the moment I went, it isn't my job to make him happy. Yeah. It, and even though he's looking for a screwdriver, because I was irritated. And then in that moment, I jumped to the task. If I now go, do you ever have that experience? I know. I'm yeah, sure totally. listeners. Yeah. Keys. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Whoever you live with, it is definitely, if I can't find my keys, watch out, people. Yeah. <laughs> it is not yeah. my responsibility. It's now everyone else's. Yeah. It's been everybody else's responsibility to find the power cord to my MacBook. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> we have house guests right now, and it's their responsibility. They're all trying to help me with that. Right? How do you lose your power cord? But, you know, like going Back to like what Catalina was saying, Jean-Marie, being responsible for others' happiness. And we tend to look at that just in our families, you know, smaller groups, right? But what about the world? And I know that's like a big leap, but that really is how I look at the things that we pick up. And I'm with you, Amy. It's like random tissue, random poop, right? You know, but at the same time, I want to be responsible for the world that we live in because I look at so many things that I stood for in the 80s. For example, I remember protesting about the destruction of the rainforest. And then I visited the rainforest this year and learned that only 7% of it remains. 7%. And primarily just to produce raw materials for pharmaceuticals. So It's what we step over today that we pay the price for tomorrow. And I think that's why I'm so emphatic about it. Amy, over to you. I'm going to make you now responsible for this. So it's funny because I'm listening to Carrie and I'm thinking, wow, what am I responsible for? And I am like my ignorance. Mm. 
Like, I didn't know that there was only 7% of the rainforest left. And I'm like, wow, I actually right now in this moment have to be responsible for the fact that I am ignorant of that issue. Yeah, Yeah, it it just hit me really hard when you said that, you know, and so we're talking about being responsible. And I'm like, okay, I'm responsible for my health and my kids and my taxes. And I'm like, no, I'm. Yeah, yeah, I'm responsible for my ignorance and the fact that I don't know. It had a global impact on us. It did. You know, that's when we found out how we're all connected when they started tampering with the rainforest. And so a lot of what we deal with, with the unclean air and global warming, that started with there. It punched a hole in our ozone layer. I won't get all geeky science, right? But when we started destroying the rainforest, we, humanity, So much of what we deal with today, sickness, disease, and everything came from the tampering of that. And yeah, we stepped over it, just like other things we're willing to step over. But but what do we do? And this is for all of us. What do we do if, to my automatic reaction, I'm not saying that I'm swinging with it, but I, I may be talking to some of the listeners, is not my problem. Hey, that's not my problem if Borneo has no trees left. You know, I'm not going to be here long enough. And that's great. But there is going to be some area of your life that I guess for me, when I say ignorance, it's just not having the information. Yeah. Just going blindly through life, like, like Sean Marie said, not my problem. And it's not that I don't care. It's just maybe not critical to myself that day. Like, okay, we're going to get off the podcast and I'm going to forget about the rainforest. But right now in this moment, I can be responsible for the fact that it's like, okay, I can write down a note to look into it later or, you know, mark this conversation to come back to. And I can be responsible for the fact that I don't have the information and I may think that I actually do have enough information. And, you know, I go to the question, like, well, what can I do? Yeah. I don't, I can't travel over there. And if I did, what could I do there? Keep yeah. asking questions. Yeah. I mean that, uh, you know, you guys know me, I'm going to ask a question. Right. All the time. Like, I mean, that's what I love so much when you said, you know, I'm looking at ignorance is playing a factor into it. Right. Cause we really don't know what we don't know, but then I've had conversations with people about various things. The Super Bowl is coming here next year to Arizona. And, you know, that's exciting. And at the same time, for somebody, it won't be exciting. Typically, those are times when there's a lot of trafficking of young girls and boys going on. And the last time the Super Bowl was here, I think was 2010 or eight or something like that. And there was this house on the west side that got busted, raided, however you want to describe it. And there were 110 girls in there that were being trafficked. So like, okay, what do I do about that? Knowing that, knowing that the Super Bowl. So I went to a meeting last week, good friend of mine, whose name happens to be Carrie, spelt like mine. She is putting together just this whole watch and training people how to drive around and look at things. But this is happening during the Super Bowl. I like football. I want to watch football, you know? 
So it's like, all right, well, there's other ways I can get involved in my, I'm inquiring about it. Yeah. And, no, and I think just- a lot of times that's what it is. We don't, we don't want to get involved in things, but then we don't take the next action to say, but what can I do? Well, we also want to put blame on somebody else when something bad does happen, right? We actually don't want to be responsible for the fact that we didn't take any action. Yeah. Or we can be responsible that I personally took no action and I personally am ignorant to that because I'm also wondering if that's worldwide or that's global, Uh, for example, in other sports, like in world soccer, for example, they call it the World Cup. So yeah. obviously not American football, but the World Cup. Does that happen in every it sport? It does. Every sport, every major sport event. Is it because the, the focus is somewhere else and it's yeah. just easy for them? Yeah. You've got the high rollers there. You've got big bucks opportunity, you know, and it's like, wow, I can't imagine as much as I market things, marketing to that specific market, like Dude, what's wrong with you that you're even a market? So in, in your I just girl. want to remind us, but the question is, it's really important in this information is what are you responsible for? Yeah. So the information that you're contributing right now, Dr. Carey, is, I mean, first of all, I'm experiencing being a deer in the head, like, like I didn't know. I didn't and, know. No, I didn't know. So, but now the moment I know do I do something about it? I mean, I just came back from Sri Lanka. And so can I be responsible for all the homeless or the poverty or the dogs that don't have food? Can I be responsible for that? Yes. But it's complete. It's distinct from actually doing anything about it. Yeah. So I can be responsible the moment I saw it, the extreme poverty and the country's okay, going so bankrupt. Clarify that because now I'm confused about responsible. Because if I'm responsible for something, I think that I have to take care of it. I just want to make sure our producer is just sending us a fact here 500 cases of trafficking in the US in 2021. So there's 24.9 million victims worldwide. Yeah. And the first thing I want to say is I am not responsible for that. Yeah. But that's a, you know, that's not true. And because now I have some information. Catalina, I'm going to go back over to you because I stopped listening because my producer, our producer. Oh, well, you said like with Sri Lanka and responsible for the, the dogs that don't have food, the homeless. But for me, if I'm responsible for something, then I, I have to take charge and do something about it. But you're saying that yeah, I could be responsible, but not have to do anything about it. I mean, I'm not saying that this is like, you know, this is the truth, people. But for our listeners, if we want to leave them powerfully, like, hey, I'm responsible and I don't have to do something. Because can't we get overwhelmed? Oh, my gosh. I mean, Dr. There's Carey, so much. That yeah. The trees, the trafficking, the the poverty, the starvations going on in the world. The people don't, don't have water. So I'm going to share something here, and I'm sure Jean-Marie probably knows what I'm going to share. Okay. And it's interesting because we're talking about being responsible, and it's like my heart's already racing over here. I'm going to get upset. Um, last year, somebody broke into my house and targeted my daughter for sex trafficking. Oh, Amy. So when we're talking about this, and then you bring up the Super Bowl again, 
And by all the powers of the energy in the world and prayers, they didn't get her. Um, but it's like in that moment and facing that and then having my child not feel safe in her own home. Yeah. I had to be responsible and I had to be responsible for that. And I had to be responsible for her life and going forward and everything that she was dealing with. And I had to make her feel safe. And it took a lot of work and a lot of planning to get her to feel safe in her home, to be able to walk out the door, to be able to get in her Jeep at night and drive away and go back to dance. And the amount of time, money, and energy that I put into it. But that's what I got to be responsible for was her future and her happiness and her health. I could have chosen to just stick my head under a rock and hope yeah. that she got better on her own and talk to her about it. But it's like yeah. here this morning, what comes up again is, okay, we're going to have to have this conversation again because I didn't know about the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, and like I immediately didn't want to have the conversation with her, but there it is. Yeah, it's perfect. So what you brought up, Amy, is it's not ever going to happen to us. It happens to other people, whatever the other people is. And it reminded me of my daughter, who is an adult who lives in a different state. And there was a murder in her street one block away. And it takes a lot of work. And I am not responsible for her life. She is. But as her parent, so you kind of have to dabble in something because you go, when do I let go of responsibility of someone else's life, including my kids? And I absolutely chose to take it on because it empowered me to say, right, now we're going to get, because we can, those, those, uh, Ring doorbells. What is it? Ring. We're just now advertising mm -hmm. and endorsing Ring. And no, is there another company we can endorse right now? <laughs> yeah. But you know, there's Ring. I had cameras. Best Buy. I came over, consulted how many cameras she can have, and then she would have wonderful apps on the phone. Like for for me, it was empowering me to take responsibility. For what happened, the murder mm -hmm. and that there was a shooting uh, and it was to do with drugs, uh, selling of drugs like a block away. But you took responsibility for her life. I did. Mm -hmm. I because did. at her age, she may not actually get the impact of be what it means to be responsible for her own life. Yeah. Now, this has kind of gone in a direction I didn't necessarily think we're going to go. But while we're at it and we have a few more minutes left, we could actually go in. Now we're talking about kids. I found out the other day that a friend of mine's child who's 12 years old has just had sex. Oh, and, wow. Wow. and then she said, well, everybody at 12 years old is having sex. And I thought, no, they're not. But in that moment, do I take responsibility for her child's life? Does she take who's responsible? For the younger generation. Yeah. So we're, we're all so distracted. There's so much noise. And, and I think that's why, you know, the bigger issues, rainforest, sex trafficking kind of elude us at times because, you know, 12 year olds are having sex. Somebody is leaving a cup at the bus stop two feet away from the trash can. 
you know, and there's just so much coming at us. It's difficult, but I want to encourage people to choose on different levels. Yeah, you've got the responsibility of your children and then look at the responsibility of your family or your office, but then look at what you want to make a difference in the world because everything matters. Like every little thing matters. It matters that Catalina is picking up trash. It really matters that Jean-Marie is willing to pick up. I think she's, well, we're leaving her responsible to pick up dog poop. Just want to be clear about (laughs) that. She's a dog poop. Yeah. Yeah. And how much are you willing? And I want to make sure that, Amy, what you said earlier, we're not saying it's not okay not to be responsible. It's It actually is okay. It is okay. Yeah. It is. It really is. It's okay. Because I feel like no matter what, we're all responsible for something, you know? And you know, responsible for interactions with people or relationships with people because it impacts their lives. And Amy's just made a perfect example of the effort she put into her relationship with her daughter and helping her cope through what she went through. Yeah. So everybody we meet, I want to be responsible for that interaction so that I leave them in a better place. You usually do, sweetheart. Oh, you're a nice lady. You know, I want to um, share like with since I brought up human trafficking, if you want to see how to get involved with the fight against human trafficking, visit a21.org. That's A as an apple, 21.org. There's 21 ways to get involved. Everything from um, just staying away from certain products because those companies are in slave territories. Um, and so much more. Thank you so much. It's a perfect ending. And you have a choice, but you ha- here's the information. As we leave today, my name is Jean-Marie Ayers. I'm Amy Sullivan-Ryan. I'm Dr. Carrie Skirtla. Thank you, listeners, for being Bye, with us. Except Beautiful. for Catalina. We left her behind. Oh, oh <laughs> because we talk about <laughs> everything. Everything. <laughs> And we'll see you next week when we're really close to the leader. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>